to VG Empire 125. That was this lovely. Is your host, Brett Elston. And hey, I'm Henry Gilbert. Useless Chris Antista. No longer editing a Dishonored video, Chris Antista. I'm going to go to this other video. You are, if, here's, a, here's an insider baseball. Huh. Uh, if you go back and listen to the prior two episodes, uh-huh. you will hear Chris grunting off mic. Oh, really? <laughs> Throughout the show. Could you, hear, could you hear the videos editing? No, no, okay. no. But I think you could hear like... <sighs> <laughs> that's the sound of editing people it is it is <laughs> but this is uh, the middle of Rocktober Rocktober. we are three episodes deep <laughs> oh, I bit my lip ow I really hurt Jesus it's uh, Smemtober it is Smtober part three uh, Rocktober in the middle of VG Empire uh, is a rock block of episodes week by week when normally this show kind of went every other week several years ago but in October we, re- we returned to a weekly format uh, and tackle a series that would not fit into one or two or three episodes. Almost uh, even four. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a tough one for this series. Yeah. Well, I mean, Castlevania barely fit into four. Final Fantasy, Pokemon, Mega Man. Kick, Cookie Pickle. Yes. Yeah, so we got that done. We don't need to talk about Thank it ever much. again. But uh, we, we've done SMT, basically the mainline game so far. We've done one and two and if. Mm-hmm. In the first, uh, in the first VG Empire uh, Rocktober, which you can was, hear the uh, ellipses when you said yeah. "if" there. Uh, one, two, one episode one twenty three. Last week was SMT three and four, which are phenomenal soundtracks. They are so good. This week, what brought us in? This is I am in the deep end because I don't know anything about these games. Uh, we are in spinoff territory, but unlike yes. a lot of games where the spinoffs are kind of like, I mean, they feel very spinoffy, mm-hmm. and usually spinoffs are one offs. Uh, SMT is a series that has so much more ground to cover on spinoffs than it does the main series. Yeah. As we kind of talked a bit about in the previous two episodes, partially thanks to them taking a break from mainline series games in the PlayStation, Sega, Saturn era, Uh they then like fostered multiple spinoff series that then just kind of became their own series. We did a separate Persona episode, so again, no Persona is going to be in this thing. Listen to that one. called Persona Picks, VGEmpire.com. But this one's all about uh, 99% about Devil Summoner, the Devil Summoner series, which got its start on the Sega Saturn and... Uh, then uh, took some very weird turns over time, but yeah, yeah the, the Devil Summoner series has been around for for twenty over twenty years now. Yeah, uh, the song that brought us in is the opening theme to um, uh, Devil Survivor. Nope, Devil's, Devil 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 Summoner. I, I, I went too far. Uh, Raido Kuzanoa. Jesus, mm-hmm. Kuzanoa versus the Solus Army yes. from 2006 PS2. But it's a great, like, very light opening song that is such a hard tonal shift. From the prior two episodes. Yes, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but let's start uh, yeah. like with Devil Summoner, the original one. Yes, 1995 Saturn and uh, then a, por- a remake port, I guess, in 05 for PSP. Yeah, so and never co- has never been released in America. We've yeah. never got it. But so, you know, we talked about If in uh, episode one and how that was kind of a smaller story type uh, game for them that didn't have to deal with the apocalypse or society rebuilding itself around like gods and monsters like yeah. it wasn't that it was it was the story of school kids and mm-hmm. and a killer on in in schools and so devil summoner was another similar 
gameplay one that also wasn't about the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It was you play as this nameless dumb kid who's the, just your average. He's your average black-haired uh, high school student who's the star of most SMT games. He then is killed by a guy named Sid Davis, who is the who is named after the guy from Pink Floyd. But uh, he's a serial killer who is an evil demon summoner, and he kills you. Then he also kills this detective who is a summoner himself, who's been chasing him. Uh, last uh, detective Kuzunoa. And so your soul then takes over Kuzunoa and hunts him down with the help of his detective teammate. And so, and then he also is kind of wanting to get back to his life in high school, but he's not a high school student anymore. He's now Kuzunoa in his body and they has, he has a gun and stuff too. And so it's a, what they were going for. And they talked about in interviews too, uh, is what makes the devil some demon summoner series. So different is their detective stories. They begin as detective plots with people who own guns, but also summon demons. And this was a detective story to solve your own murder, mm. uh, your own double homicide and chase after this serial killer. And so the soundtrack kind of reflects that, too. It wants to be kind of a police procedural oh, yeah. in a way. And it had all the same, you know, core original SMT people on there, including including uh, Kaneko-san, the character designer, who mm-hmm. I just saw this amazing picture from the Persona 2 art book that's just, that's just him walking around in a field of flowers. Oh, <laughs> it, nice. was, it was great. But, yeah, it's... It started the series, Devil Summoner series. It was a big hit for them, a big surprise for them, which, like, a Sega Saturn game and hit doesn't really fit in words. I mean, in Japan, I I get it, but in the U.S., not as much. But, but yeah, this is one I've been perpetually confused about Devil Summoner versus Devil... Uh, the next episode we'll do the other survivor. survivor. Like, they, 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 they get really blurred in my mind, but this is a good way to pinpoint, like... This is really where the series starts to spin off mm. as a brand. Like, SMT had done one, two. Well, there was Megami Tensei, Megami Tensei 2, mm. Shin Megami Tensei, yes. Shin Megami Tensei 2, Shin Megami Tensei If. And then now here we are. We're spinning off into Devil Summoner. Mm. But uh, we'll do three songs really quick. Uh, this is uh, Toshiko Tasaki, who works on Nocturne. Uh, that's SMT 3 a little later. And then mm-hmm. Tsukasa Masuko, who worked on the prior episode and a lot of the Super Famicom stuff. Um, but this is Home mm-hmm. and the Kuzunoa Detective Agency and Last Battle. And, uh, oh yeah, I just want to say the Kuzunoa Detective Agency, when I did a little research on it, it is the composer's favorite song they did on the soundtrack. So Nice. We'll uh, go into these three and we'll be back.
those are again so different from what we've heard so far. Yeah, that's yeah. so like it like like the last battle I get like Duran Duran like <laughs> uh, Seven in the Ragged Tiger era Duran Duran, which is Union of the Snake and Reflex. But like, there's just a quality to some of these uh, that's yeah. kind of and more detec- late '80s. And the detective agency theme totally sounds like a, a montage of a detective doing investigations. And yeah, stuff. It, and it then works at home, great I couldn't get Funky Town out of my head. Just, <laughs> a, a, I'm just waiting for the. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and it's also worth noting that the sh- the game proved so popular that it got a live action TV series adaptation wow. that did they thought would just be one season. So the first season just tells the entire story of the game, and then they got renewed for a second once. They made up their own story wow. for the second season, wow. and, but it didn't go past that. But so yeah, Devil Devil Summoner the first was quite a surprise hit for them. So the game itself is like how different is the gameplay from? I mean, it's still first person exploration of it. it just the stakes aren't as high, but it's right. first person exploration, first huh. person battles, all the all the stuff. It it had all the gameplay the mechanics of previous SMT games. It just was a little lighter. Like right. the themes were lighter, it, mm. but it played relatively the same. And in the wiki, it mentions like some of the main detectives' personality were derived from Adventures of Ford Fairlane oh, yes, and yes. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Well, now if you look at Kuzanoa, his hair he has some quite high hair. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think he's kind of he's, he's somewhat of a comedic character mm. as well. But that moves us into 1997 on the Saturn, Soul Hackers. So this one I have played because uh, it didn't get released in America till 2013 on the Nintendo 3DS for the remake. Yeah. And uh, I will warn you, if you're an SMT completist, play it. But, like, you're playing a Saturn game, like, and you know you are. Like, <laughs> it's, it is, it's archaic in that way. And so if you go from, like, playing Shin Megami 4 to Soul Hackers, yeah. like, it, it just doesn't. It, it's it's a tough move. Yeah. I got stuck about 40 hours in just because I was like, I've walked in like eight circles here. I guess I could just look up the game fact on which tile to walk to, but I kind of just want to play something else. But yeah. the concept is great, I, and I love the character, the soundtrack, all that stuff. Uh, it just wore itself out when I was walking around the museum. But the plot is not connected to the original Devil Summoner. This one was inspired by the fear of the what the internet will be this is like the mid 90s dream of today's internet pretty much and so look uh, what we did with it well as they thought it would be in soul hackers that you would go into a virtual world and walk to a virtual store to buy things instead of just like tapping a button they didn't get how we just want things to be easy yeah it's like you can make a virtual world i'd rather you just made a button i push then have to traverse fake distance. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing with the Connect. It's just like I just want to hit A. I don't yeah, want to do the yeah. whole gesture crap. Yeah, so they that's that's where the idea came from, and it was more of the melding of demons with technology and and using that. But this also had same same game director, same uh, des- character designer, and the characters though they you play as a pack of hackers who are you know like these cool cyberpunk cyberpunk is the word for this game what is the root the name you think like a gaggle or a uh, gaggle of hackers oh. a, 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 a ram a of ha- a ram of hackers <laughs> but so there's no true main character you are kind of just a team and i just love they have internet guns like that was something else they imagined like sure they, they pull out a gun that looks like a gun and then a laptop screen pops out of the top of the gun They're like i'm gonna shoot you with the internet now and uh, <laughs> yeah it was it was like a, I'm getting shot with the internet every day frankly <laughs> 
it was a neat world and like the other devil summoner games it does start with a murder investigation and it also oh, that's something else about all of the devil summoner games too is that they don't take place in tokyo that's another difference from core smt games and so they take place in just either non non-named place or a made-up city in japan and mm. so that's that's what Soul Hackers did as well. And so yeah, it's still first person exploration. You still go around the map, uh, a map screen. You don't even walk from maps. It's just like I moved my blue dot to this house. Now I'm in that place. But but it was realer. Like it was it was the most like um, gritty it would be when you walk around like a warehouse to find a medallion, as, mm. as I recall doing. But that also meant you were looking at some really ugly textures, really up close when you. But that's that's just what it is, you know. It's a yeah. sat- like I said, it's a Saturn game. Yeah. So I, I bought this. It was like one of those around the time we realized, like, oh, this might be kind of hard to find. Or yeah, now yeah. that I think about it, I don't see it anywhere. And we found it in a Best Buy randomly. Is like, well, let's get it. Mm-hmm. And it has been. I finally <laughs> opened it up, and it, it, it's not sealed anymore. So I gave it some attention. <laughs> but the more it's just, again, the more I dig into these games, like I love everything about them except playing them. Yeah, yeah, I think they're because they, like the music is so good and so diverse, and the themes are always fun to explore. The character art, the aesthetic, everything is just mwah. And then when I play it, I'm like, I'm so angry. And, <laughs> well, yeah, and the first person exploration is what gets me. Like I just it, but it's it's player unfriendly, but intentionally. It's like it wouldn't be back then. That was just how they made the games. Yeah, and and I get it's a dense game with a lot going on, so I get. I get it, but I also don't get it. Yeah. Well, uh, but speaking of the soundtrack, this is a big one because yeah. Shoji Meguro joined the team and is the main composer on the game. Yeah, and uh, Toshiko uh, Tasaki and Tsukasa Masuko are also on this, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they're... And then uh, different arrangements for the 3DS version. But yeah, Shoji Meguro, who in the last episode was the main force on 3 slash Nocturne and now is just... The, pers- the personification of Persona. He is. He, he, I mean, he's their top guy, but yeah. I think he's he he's approaching Koji Kondo level of just like, I don't write the thing. I oversee them. And yeah, he's too I, big. Yeah, he kind of is, but he's he's incredible. And so, yeah, this one, he this soundtrack, he really went for the cyberpunk thing. Like, mm. that's that's what he, the feel he was going for. Right. And so that's what we're going to hear in these next tracks. It was a hot sound at the time. Uh, but yeah, 1997 Saturn, Shoji Meguro. So this is the Tenkai Bypass, Video Muscle, and then Common Battle. All from Soul Hackers. We'll be right back.
hearing that comment battle theme also reminded me one other note I want to say about the game is that the like the combat was punishing as hell. Like it not was, on an SMT. You miss one, like you make one wrong move, and your whole team could be wiped out. Like, oh, I I didn't realize I'd kill this guy with that attack because now I'm doing the reflect. I'm doing uh, this attack to the other guy, and it's going to reflect at me, and and now I'm dead. Like that sucks. They softened it slightly by adding a thing that um, a street pass function that could like. Uh, like trade out or like save your skin or you could spend some of your uh, walking around coins right. but that was the closest they did to it but but also that was like Matrix before the Matrix man a little bit yeah that music is we've talked a little bit about it on 302010 but this 96, 97 era is when a lot of uh, electronic music hit mainstream mm-hmm. um, from Future Sound of London, Prodigy Fluke are things that are all tied into Wipeout XL which is 96, such slash Wipeout 2097, depending on where you were. <laughs> but, like, this sound was becoming less and less, like, techno-y video game music, and it was like, this is just kind of the, the, the hip sound that not so much on the radio because radio was still super commercialized, and this music didn't fit into one of the pre-established silos. So you didn't hear this on mm. the radio a lot, but, like, some of the alternative stations started to play, like, Prodigy and stuff. Yeah, like. and they maybe in, like, a late-night block or something. Yeah, yeah, stuff. definitely. Not, like, 215. That's still Soundgarden. That's what you're <laughs> going to get. Um, but, yeah, I, again, this is, like, I, I partly bought this based on how cool the art is. I just think the art is great. Yeah. And, like, I'm, like, I just want to... I want to find that SMT game that's for me, man. I just love Kaneko's art style in general. Yeah, like, great. just the the way he I does like eyes and just they're like super thin bodies, like impossibly thin, super fashionable people. He's so good at that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it veers into the impossibly. No, thin. okay, not impossibly, but I just, think they're just all like either really thin or like, uh, yeah, very thin in general. But just like yeah, between the eyes, the face structure, and and then I I assume there's. Uh, the way it's also colored like the yeah, way yeah. just it, it's it's just done so well and the 3ds version did also come the physical version came with the soundtrack yes, well it did but one of those like five tracks yes one of those lame soundtrack samplers. well i i don't i don't fault them because it seems like to put more songs on it, it's like more expensive every oh, song know. you put on like it, mega so. man legacy collection we had bumped into some of that of like if we could put a soundtrack selection thing in here mm-hmm. and i picked all the tracks for it but it was like, well, we can't just give the whole thing away. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it, but it's like, for th- in this case, it's like, look, like, this audience is so niche. Yeah, just put for it. For Soul Hackers, like, yeah. or, like, make a pre-order bonus that's the whole soundtrack or something. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. that's, I mean. That, that's why I was impressed with the Persona, uh, the Persona Dancing All Night, Persona mm-hmm. for Dancing All Night, came with the real, like, full-ass soundtrack yeah. in the fancy edition. That's what, for a while, I was buying, like, I bought FF13-2. The collector's edition, and this is 2012, but <laughs> because it came with a full soundtrack, it's like a two or three disc soundtrack in this in the case with the game, and I'm like, well, I have like about thirty dollar interest in the game, <laughs> but I've also definitely got a thirty dollar interest in the soundtrack, so it all adds up. Uh, but, uh, well, so then the series kind of went. The Devil Summoner series kind of took a little break for a while while other SMT stuff started happening. And it didn't really get started back again uh, until the 2000s. And when it did, they went backwards in time. And things, they go from cyberpunk futurism to 1930s Japan, a very specific era of like the build towards the imperialism that would start up World War II. 
But uh, that's the Devil Summoner games. Uh, the Raido Kuzunoa yeah. is the main character of. The descendant of the original Devil Summoner main character. So who's he looks just like him. It's one right. of those type guys. But, but now you're playing as... The character you played as on the Saturn, you're playing as that guy's father. Yeah, yeah. In a deep in the past, and air, well, the, not deep the, in the past, the 30s, but in the thirties. Yeah, but this it, is uh, Kuzanoa versus the Solus Army, 2006 PS2. So we jumped eight years, basically. So these games drop the, you know, classic gameplay. It's not in first person anymore. It's not a really a true role playing game. It's more of an action role playing game, and things happen in third person. And it also was like the first game. Uh, got some bad reviews or lesser reviews in Japan because it was seemed shorter, which for an SMT game, shorter means, you know, 18 hours. Right. But uh, it it has so much character to it. And that's that's what I love about it. And and I reviewed the second game uh, for one of my earliest reviews. Were, anyway, uh, so yeah, they these were the first Devil Summoner games released in America as well. And mm-hmm. they... Uh, they they got a small audience, even though people could make fun of them for being such a long title. Like the titles were Shin Megami Tensei, yeah. Devil Summoner, Raido Kuzunoa versus the Solus Army. And then when you get in the sequel, it's even longer. Still, it's it became kind of a joke. But they you know they stayed true to what it is. Like it, they're trying to sell a game that's set in 1930s Japan mm-hmm. uh, about a guy who. Uh, about a guy who investigates demons and uses demons in his investigations, and so uh, it, it's a little more lighthearted of a series too. But they, they're lots yeah. of fun. And this is one that I remember uh, when Kalen was reviewing it, even making note in my mind of like, man, this music's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Meguro, once again, the composer on it, and this time he wanted, you know, in 1930s he wanted to get jazzy, and so and that enough. was the opening song. Yeah, to the song that brought us into the show. Yeah, and so. It's real jazzy, real relaxed. Like there's the electric guitars that are famous for, you know, the uh, SMT games not really present in it, mm-hmm. and it's just like more, more relaxed and fizzy a lot of the time. And, and that's 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 uh, what I I love about the soundtrack. Sure. Like it's amazing. And I get more of a like, man, what am I thinking of? Like Lupin or uh, yeah, yeah, uh, totally the Lupin series. Yeah. Like because there, it's also. One of Kuzunoa's original inspirations was also Lupin, along with Ace Ventura and Fred, <laughs> uh, Freddie Fairlane. Fastlane. What's that show? Ford, Ford Fairlane. Ford Fairlane. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So we could do uh, three. I can't remember. Did you mention already how it was like third person walking yeah, around? Yeah, third person walking around. And the uh, you walked around in the cities even, unlike mm-hmm. uh, which is different from a lot of classic style yeah. SMT games. And we don't see in games much. We see a lot of japan modern or japan 80s we don't see a lot of 30s japan yeah in a video game which is kind of cool yeah and also he has a really cool cat and uh really and i remember when i got the (laughs) the second game uh when i reviewed the second game i got this super fancy edition to review and so i also have one of my most uh treasured goodies it's jack frost it is a jack frost who is cosplaying as raido kuzunoa oh that sounds familiar it's super cute but yeah, so uh, the so we're just gonna jam together three songs from both of them because we opened with uh, the opening theme from the first Raido Kuzunaga game, uh, but then we're gonna just do three songs from the two entries on the PS2, both Shoji Meguro. 
So yeah, we'll go into these quick block of uh, yeah one from the first game, which is level up, and then two from versus King Abaddon. Yeah. yeah. I'm shortening the title a lot there. Uh, that is Decisive Battle and Adventure. Again, all Shoji Megaro, and let's take a look. <laughs>
think we uh, stumbled into the cruise ship portion of the show. Uh, uh, I love that. Like, not to sound like a Persona 4 fanboy, but that is what I love about those soundtracks is that it feels like he's Meguro is flexing the same muscles that he does in Persona. Persona 4? Yeah, Persona 4. I played that one. <laughs> yeah, I played, like, I played like a hundred years of it, and it didn't. I still wasn't playing a game. It was but just crazy. all the like the trumpets, especially oh, like, yeah. all the brass, yeah. is what makes it. The trumpets and trumpets are huge, and just like the it just has that. I'm trying to think like Love Boat or like yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, just kind or of... bossa nova style thing to it. <laughs> that, like when we come back, <laughs> oh and yeah, then decisive a... battle is was nuts. Like mm. that is uh, getting into that uh, Budokai. Oh yeah, era yeah. style of music that's so cool. When he's pulling out the that is you know he he still wanted to use the electric guitar at at times when it really was needed, but. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, when it's just like hanging out music or just like walking around like that music, definitely uh, adventure definitely reminded me of also reminded me of walking around in Persona 4 as well. Mm. So I'm looking at your review here on uh, GamesRoad.com. Oh, uh, I wrote it seven years ago. I'm a bad writer. It's so. 16 gallery images. No, it's a, it's just uh, broken and there's no oh. score. So uh, I don't know what the score is. But it's stars I, now. Yeah. No, it's not anything right now. Like If it's before probably 2012, we'll just never know. Because, uh, you know, why do anything? Well, but, what was my uh, subhead? Well, uh, does it even display? Let's see. No, it's not there. Wow. Whatever you thought of, it's gone. Right. Uh, but uh, here's a paragraph. Uh, um, as you go through a Raymond Chandler-esque adventure, yeah. what is Raymond Chandler? Chandler? Raymond Chandler. Author. Yeah, it's an author. It's a, it's what I meant, a mystery adventure. When but I say Raymond the Chandler. in Tokyo malls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not really Raymond chandler as I was saying that without having really read Raymond Chandler at the time. <laughs> I just wanted to sound smart okay well name me a raymond chandler thing well i mean he's i do the same thing every time the i use the word jingoistic yeah don't know no idea uh, that's what you get in banjo kazoo we've, t- we've discussed this <laughs> i i would love to rewrite that review now. <laughs> now's your chance uh, uh but so what is the actual gameplay though like it, it's like hack and slash or yeah it's more well not hack and slashy it's but it's like, real time it's it's no yeah, yeah it's you real actually, time combat yeah you're carrying you're moving a character around and pushing buttons swinging a sword you're not like taking yeah. turns but is it devil may cry like a lighter not, version it's, or? it's it's closer to like uh did you play tales of symphonia yeah like, it's it's kind of closer to that like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, which so you know you're in a controlled environment fighting. Right. It's it's definitely not a full on action. Sure, game. they sure. didn't do that. Like that's still not that's not really a skill they have at, mm. at Atlas. Yeah. Like and nor and I don't really want them to learn it. Like they're really <laughs> good at what they do. They yeah. they don't need to. And what like, they do is nice. And what they do is nice. Yeah. Uh, bumping up in time to 2010 is SMT Strange Journey. Yeah, I did want to touch on this just as like a little, you know, coda to this episode about Devil Summoner because this both is and isn't Shin Megami Tensei 4. Like, mm-hmm. it, they didn't number it that. They designed it thinking like this is a mainline SMT game about the end of the world. It is dark. It is It is gritty. It is it is about picking the path of chaos or order, all that stuff. Yeah, and the cover it, is a, like... 50 style robot with a gun yeah like. basically like iron man meets bioshock infinite yeah or bioshock yeah. yeah and and it's just it's it's such a great game but they decided for multiple reasons to not make it the numbered one they just didn't want to pull that trigger on oh. it they they wanted to make a ds rpg a lengthy ds rpg to prove they could do it uh but they also it's not set in tokyo like you're 
That's what confused me is uh, one of the interviews, it says, like, the setting in Antarctica was chosen to appeal to an overseas audience. <laughs> As if so Antarctica <laughs> is any kind of common ground with anyone, because nobody's been there but, like, double-digit people in history. John Carpenter, <laughs> a couple of scientists. Like, Maybe every government owns Antarctica. It's like, it's global, and that's... Everybody it's loves global. Antarctica. It's like... It, I could like in the middle of winter in Illinois growing up, you could tell me half of that was Antarctica and I'd believe you because yes. it's just a flat white to the horizon. Well, it's definitely, you know, more like the thing and just science fiction in general. Sure, it's yeah, more yeah. science fiction. You're one of a few survivors who are trying to prevent the world from dying because the uh, the Schwarzwelt, this this black mountain is is spitting out these waves that are killing everybody and it huh. is causing the apocalypse and so it's it, you're not a teenager really you're you are a young guy on a team uh, and Fine, I can relate and you're and you're capturing and you're still using technology to make demons do what you want to do but it gets more it's more like alien or or the thing or any of those like trapped in a place against the world type things mm-hmm. and so it's it is strange journey is is a very is a real oddball type game but it's totally worth getting on your 3DS, like you can play it on 3DS now. The DS version is still did around. It come with a sampler CD, which is yeah. what I'm playing here because the songs you chose just oh, so happened to be on the sampler CD. Wow. And yeah, so uh, Shoji Megaro once again doing the yeah. soundtrack to it. And uh, he went very like operatic and like there's a lot of and, and like classical music type stuff. Yeah, which is again like the difference in. Shoji Meguro's work just in this episode alone like it's like three different genres I know completely different things I mean he is he is a renaissance man what can I say I mean I don't want this to just be this complimenting Shoji Meguro show well most of the series rolls up under him so yeah and so in this yeah this shows this episode alone just shows you what a range he has you know he did all the cyberpunk stuff in Soul Hackers, then all the jazzy stuff with with some electric guitar in the Mm. Rido games and now in this one operatic yeah. classical type music coming out of your ds uh, yeah. so we'll do land of the way which is area five and furious wrath which is the boss theme
man, again, yeah, that's so different. That is like big and loud and orchestral and almost seems almost like I don't know, cin- very cinematic, not video yeah. gamey at all. Especially just like the big drums oh, leading yeah. up to it, just like the, oh, it's, it, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, lots of strings and it, it just sounds so. I'm just still trying to picture because when I picture SMT games, it's still that first person thing, which I assume yeah. this is. It back. was first person. It was one of the last they did in first person. Mm-hmm. The last new ones they did in first yeah, person. Because four is when they kind of broke it out. That's when they finally were like, "Fine, yeah. even this one will be yeah. for third. Like, yeah, they first person exploration is just not where it's at anymore with RPGs. And oh, it is worth mentioning too. This was speaking of first person exploration. This was. Uh, co-developed with the guys who did the uh, the Etrigan uh, Etrian uh, Odyssey series, huh. which another Atlas joint. So, so does this? Is there any gameplay difference with this between this and had it been four? Like, is it more? Or less? I mean, yeah, it plays. It plays more like if they did a sequel back before three like three is so different from this one oh. it, it was more of a return to its roots after three of, of a mainline smt game yeah, and so three was out before this yeah, yeah 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 three was out like about like eight years before this so yeah oh, or, right no. yeah ps2 era right? uh yeah. but yeah this one it it was more of a getting back to its roots type thing or almost kind of a goodbye to its roots and mm. there are some great Final fantasy SM- nine of the kind of yeah yeah and there are some great references to Strange Journey in SMT4 as well that like let you know. No, no, they're connected. Like these oh, are in okay. the same world. I, I'm not not going to spoil it for folks out sure. there. But uh, I I really like Strange Journey. I don't know you know if you're still somebody who doesn't like first person ex- exploration, then fine. Or you would miss it being set in a city because you really do kind of miss like oh, but I'm not in Japan. Like I'm not in a city in Japan, and that really is like a big part of the soul of yeah. any SMT game. And meanwhile, you're in fucking Antarctica and a science station, you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of boring by comparison. Yeah. It's, it's a strange choice. Exactly. Why? I said the F word. That's fine. All right. I'll figure it out for strange journey. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, but I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah. This one, the way we bundled them together, that wraps up uh, this first look at SMT spinoffs. Um, but yeah, VGEmpire.com. You can listen to all our episodes there. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher, um, I need to update the feed so it puts all the episodes on there, not just the last hundred, because I think the last like dozen are missing from the feed. Aww. But you can go to vgempire.com and find them all there. I read every comment. Always appreciate comments on the site, especially when you link songs like, oh, I also like this song from the game, or thank you for bothering to acknowledge the SMT. So I saw a lot of people really excited about that this was the month yeah. for SMT. I saw tons of... I also read all the comments on these last yeah. two. Like, very, very positive. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and you can uh, hear our other show, 302010, where we talk about uh, what happened in pop culture 302010 years ago at 302010.net. And what are you doing these days? Uh, well, I'm still H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, you can read my uh, work about video games, where I'm a senior games editor at fandom.com, fandom powered by Wikia. And uh, also. Yeah, then I see you. And also, you can uh, listen to me talk about The Simpsons all the time on Talking Simpsons, Whoa. the wonderful podcast I do with Chris and Bob Mackey. Wow. My soon-to-be co-worker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good um, times. And yeah, I and just, yeah, I love Mega Ten games yeah. you can read. I wrote a, like a guide, a beginner's guide to the Shin Megami series yeah. as well. Lots of fun. Uh, yeah, Brustin on Twitter, VG Empire on Twitter. Thanks for listening. We'll go out with the ending theme. To Chris, you got any plugs? You want anything to toss in here at the very end? 
Laser time. It's fun. Laser time. Patreon.com slash laser time, everybody. Helps everybody out. Makes this happen. Watch the Kingdom Hearts series, because I'm tired of spending all this time on fixing editing it cutting fixing cutting it. together a montage of failure as we go too fast through a game that's meant to yeah. where you grind and level a lot yeah let's say mm-hmm. let's just say we fought maleficent for three hours oh my god and you're gonna see it in one in half an hour <laughs> but taking us out is the ending theme to uh Rido 2 mm-hmm. uh which is king abaddon again but 2009 ps2 shoji Megaro. thanks for listening we'll be back next week with our final rocktober sm tober mm-hmm.